0: Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. I
1: got everything out of this conference.
2: When you see a thousand people or more getting healed, being touched by the Holy Spirit, why wouldn't you want to be here? God heals all His children.
1: And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. This week I've been playing uh, excerpts from our 2019 Healing is Here conference that we held here in Woodland Park. And today I'm going to play another excerpt from this and we're going to play Audrey Mack. She's a French lady. She lives in Florida. She married an American, Fred, and they are just powerful ministers. And Audrey is, <laughs> she's fun. SHE'S FUN TO LISTEN TO, BUT SHE'S POWERFUL AT THE SAME TIME. AND uh, WE'RE GOING TO PLAY A PORTION OF HER TEACHING FROM OUR 2019 HEALING IS HERE CONFERENCE. YOU WILL BE BLESSED. AND AT THE END OF TODAY'S BROADCAST, I'M GOING TO COME ON AND SHARE WITH YOU HOW YOU CAN GET NOT ONLY AUDREY'S TEACHING THAT YOU WILL BE SEEING TODAY, BUT THE ENTIRE CONFERENCE WHERE WE SAW THE DEAD RAISED AND WE SAW MIGHTY, MIGHTY MIRACLES. So I'll be back at the end of today's program. Listen to this. This is Audrey Mack ministering on the plan of redemption.
2: In this conference, I, th- I think what we've talked a lot about is that the Word of God and the work of, uh, of healing has already been done. Did you hear that? The finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Healing has already been It's already been paid for. That's what the plan of redemption is. You see, until Jesus went on the cross, God loved people so much that he healed people everywhere. He goes through the Old Testament, he was healing people all the time. We see when Jesus in his ministry, he was healing people all the time. Everywhere he had such a passion to heal people that he he said, okay, I need 12 more disciples, because Jesus was limited with his body, with time, with space. And he could do so much. He said, I need more help, so let's, you 12 more guys, then 70 more guys, then 120 more guys. Then finally, he enrolled us all. Because that's his passion, to heal everybody. But when Jesus went on the cross, you know what that is? Until then, he healed people credit but the day you know what that means don't you credit is being able to buy something when you don't have the cash in your hand but you know that one month later somebody's gonna have to pay you're gonna get a bill in the in the mail and you better pay it well when Jesus went on the cross it's the day he paid the bill for all the healing he did before, all the healing he did during, and all the healing he's gonna do after. It's all paid for. So now it is not a matter of God, are you going to give me healing? Now it's a matter of God, am I going to believe and receive what you have already given? Did you notice in Mark 11, in Mark 11:23 23 and 24, Jesus in 23, he teaches the disciple how to walk by faith. And he said, the first thing you need to do and stop asking God to do it for you. You exercise authority. You speak to the sickness, to the mountain, or to the problem. But then right after that in verse 24, Jesus said, but when you pray, you must. What does you must mean? It's an option, maybe if you feel like it. No, you must mean that's it. You must, no other option. You must. He said, When you pray, you must believe that you received it and you shall have it. But you notice. What Jesus said, when you pray, you must believe that you received it. You see, Jesus didn't say, hey, when you pray, believe that it's going to be given. He didn't say that, did he? Jesus said, when you pray, you must believe that you receive it. Why? Because he knew it was going to be given. He would pay for it. It was a done deal. And he said, now. Nah. On this side of the cross, you and I, we don't hope and a wishing and a praying and a begging and a trying to motivate God, sometime even manipulate him, no, no, no. Now all we have to do is no, it's paid for it. He gave it to me, as Pastor Greg say, it's a gift all wrapped up. But am I going to be willing to receive it? And here is the promise. And the guarantee of Jesus, he says, if you can believe and receive it, you shall have it. And in another word, you will see the manifestation. No but, no question about it. So for me, you know what? I, 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 I pray for a lot of people, and that's what I want to look for. Did you really receive? Did you receive that gift? Did you unwrap it, and did you receive it? Hallelujah. And I look, you know, Jesus was observing people. He could see, and Paul, he saw that people had faith. He observed, he could see, he could hear. And that's what I like to do. When I pray for people, I want to look at them. I want to observe, because I want one thing I want to know. Did they, okay, we prayed, but did you receive it? Or are you still hoping and wishing and a Did you receive it? Because I know that if you received it, you shall have it. I have that expectation. So people say, but Audrey, how do I know if we receive it? Because you notice, you can't believe that Jesus is a healer. You can't believe that healing has been given. You can't believe that healing is always the will of God But it doesn't automatically mean that you received it. Because sometimes I pray for people. I pray and I, I lay my hands on them or I command the sickness to leave. And then I say, okay, did you get your healing? Did you receive and I look, and sometimes people say, yeah, I believe it is the will of God to heal. I say, no, that's not what I ask. This is not what I want to hear. This is not what I want to see. I know you believe, but did you receive the the, the, the gift? Did you unwrap that gift? Did you take it and make it yours? Do you have, like Carrie said, the title deed in your hand? Let me tell you a thing. If somebody was to pay your mortgage... And the bank calls you and said, hey, Mr. So-and-so, here is a title deed. I guarantee you, you'll know you have it. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight. How do we know that we received that we received our title deed, that we've got it, that we made that healing ours? Because in this conference we talked about you know, the word and rejoicing and picking the word and a lot of really acting on the word, do what you couldn't do before. But sometimes people don't know how to connect the dots. So if you allow me tonight, I'd like to do that. Let's be practical. Hallelujah. Sorry, excuse me. I'm going to do like the rock and roll stars. (laughs) Hallelujah. You see, one thing that I, I knew when I got, you know, when God woke me up in the middle of the night and I heard the Holy Spirit say, there is cancer in your body. Like I said before, I had already been rooted and grounded in the Word. I knew without a shadow of doubt that healing was mine. And that at that night, right there in my living room, the Holy Ghost gave me some instruction of the things to do and not to do. And by the way, the first thing he told me, the joy of the Lord shall be your strength. So you know what I did in my living room? The first thing I did, ha ha, he he, ho ho. And you know, Sometimes you've got to start in the natural to end up in the spirit, and I did that for 20 minutes, and I felt so stupid, so self-conscious, so ridiculous. But something happened, like they were saying, that joy just that is already in us just bubbled up, and just and all of a sudden I'm rolling on the floor laughing. But at that moment, you know what happened at that moment? There was that connection. At that moment, I knew I received it. At that moment, I knew. That I was not a victim. Oh God, why me? Why did it? Is? At that moment I knew, whoa, hallelujah, my greatest problem, greatest mountain here is gonna become my greatest opportunity. And at that moment I had that perspective, that heaven perspective. Oh, praise God. I'm gonna take that message everywhere. At that moment, I saw myself like a victor. At that moment, I'm like, Lord, I'm gonna give the devil a black eye. At that moment, you see, I knew that I had received my healing. And at that moment, I started to rejoice. I started to dance when I, you know, and I knew that I knew that I was healed. And sometimes people said, you know, how do you do, and they try to imitate somebody and do this and do that. I was like, no, 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 no. Go to the Word and understand that that healing is already yours and just receive it. And so how do you know that you have received your healing? How do you know? The first thing that I will say when you receive your healing is that you enter into the rest. The Bible says those who believe enter the rest. But you say, well, okay, that's good, but what does it look like entering the rest? When you see you've been sick, in pain, and you receive your healing, all of a sudden you enter the rest. You know it's done. Let me give you a parable according to Audrey Mack. That's what Jesus did, so I'm going to do it too let's pretend that maybe you are in debt up to your neck. Some of you said, I don't have to imagine. (laughs) And you can't sleep at night. You know, let's pretend maybe that you wanted to start a business and you borrowed money from a friend, maybe $100,000 from a friend to start that brand new business. You knew it was going to work. And you said, okay, in one year, I'm gonna give you the money back. Well, the one year come, you don't have the money. That business didn't do too well. What happened, all of a sudden, you're nervous, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you're sick inside, you turn, you, you, you try to think, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna borrow money from Paul to pay Peter, or I'm gonna take another job, or I'm gonna do this. And can you imagine, did I paint a good picture? of how do you feel to be under that stress about that trying to get something done? But let's pretend that all of a sudden you've got a, 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 a family member that is super wealthy, and that, but it's a man of God. He calls you and he said, hey, God woke me up this morning and he told me to help you. What's going on? You said, oh, I am so sorry. I borrowed money and I have to pay it like within the week and I don't have the money and I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm like losing weight. I can't imagine me losing my house, my car, my everything. I don't know what to do. And at that moment, that, 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 that person make you a promise. They said, you know what? God spoke to me to help you. So um, how much do you owe? 100,000, well, what about if I send you a a wire or a transfer uh, through your bank tomorrow for $120,000? At that moment, what do you get? A promise, right? You got a promise, but at that moment, what happened in your heart? You know the person is a person of integrity? You believe what that person, that family, because you know they have the, the, the wealth? and their person of their word, you believe their word, at that moment in your heart, what is happening? At that moment you heard a promise, what's happening in your heart? You know, (sighs) it's done. That pressure lifts, that heaviness lifts. At that moment you know, it is done. I don't have to run here, to run there, to borrow money from this, that to do that. I know it is done. But you only got a promise. But you believe that promise and you receive that promise. And in your heart, you just had that rest. And of course, what happened after you hung? You don't even have the money in your hand. You just have a promise, don't you? That's exactly the same thing when God the Father makes you a promise and he tells you by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed for I am the Lord who heals you. He heals all of your disease. You hear that word and you believe your father and you're like, oh, now I'm coming to approach you, whether it's by the laying on of hands or the command of authority in the name of Jesus, or whether it's just believing the word, at that moment you said, oh, he promises, yes, as a point of contact you receive it. And at that moment in your heart, if you received, there will be that, it is done. I don't have to run to another conference. I don't have to ask a prayer chain to pray for me. I don't need another prayer. I don't need another laying on our hands. I don't need another this or another that. It is done, I've received it, I've got it. But people said, but Audrey, you know the Bible says, Paul told Timothy, Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Or even in Hebrew 4, it says, those who believe enter the rest, but labor to enter into the rest. So you're like, I'm kind of confused. What do I do? Do I fight? Do I labor? Or do I rest? What do I do? Do you know your labor, your fight, you know what it is? It is from the moment you believe that you receive, is to stay in that place of rest, knowing it is done. And sometimes it is a fight. Sometimes it is a labor. Sometimes it is like the devil will do everything to convince you it's not working. You didn't get anything. You didn't get healed. There were just excitement. There were just this or that, and that will be a fight. You say no. I remember that day right here where so-and-so prayed for me, or Pastor Great spoke, or this, or Andrew laid hands on me. I know I received, so I stay in the rest knowing it is done. I receive it. I believe I receive it, and I shall have it. (laughs) How long is the have it? I don't know. But I know I have it. You know, that's the reason why Jesus told us in Luke 18, verse 17. He says that us grown up, we've got to observe and look at little kids. And Luke eighteen seventeen, he says that those who do not learn to receive like little children will never enter into the kingdom of God. I love to be in the presence of kids, to watch them, to observe them. Because I love in the Passion Bible, you read the Passion Bible, don't you? I love that. And you know, in the Passion Bible, it says, observe little children. You can learn a few things about them, about faith. And you know, I mean, look at little child. When daddy makes a promise, observe that child. How does he act? How does he receive? I mean, let's just imagine... I'm gonna do. Let's say, a little boy. Let's pretend we have a little boy. His name is Peter. No, his name is Matt. <laughs> there is a little boy. His name is Matt. And man, he saw his friend, and he wants the new. He wants the bicycle. I mean, he wants that bicycle. So what does he do? He go to daddy. Daddy, daddy, I would really want that bicycle. Could I have a bicycle? And daddy says, Matt, you know, daddy loves you. And you've been a you know, I love you so much, and I cannot get it to you right now, but I promise you when I get my paycheck, you'll get, you have the bicycle. At that moment, that little Matt, what did he get? He got a promise from daddy, did he not? You'll get, you have a bicycle. Daddy says, yeah, I'll give you the bicycle, but look at little Matt, how is he gonna react? Because in his heart, daddy made a promise, he received it, And little Matt all of a sudden gets excited. Daddy, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're the best daddy in the world. Daddy, thank you, thank you. I mean, he can't stop saying thank you, daddy. But he doesn't have the bicycle yet. He just got a promise. But he received in his heart that bicycle. And man, little Matt can stop talking about it. He goes to everybody's neighbor, knocks on the door. Hey, you know what? You know what? I got a bicycle. (laughs) I got a bicycle. I mean, he gets excited. And then little Matt, oh man, he goes to school the next day. Teacher, teacher, teacher. Matt, what is it? I I have a bicycle. And then the other little friends in the classroom said, teacher is a liar. Liar, liar, we saw him walk to school. He doesn't have a bicycle. And little Matt said, you wait and watch, I have a bicycle. Now he doesn't have it yet, but he believed daddy and he received, as far as he's concerned, he has a bicycle. And then he go back home, you know, and he goes in the garage and starts cleaning the garage. And mom says, Matt, what are you doing in the garage? I've never seen you clean the garage. Mommy, mommy, you know what, you know what? I'm making room, I'm cleaning because that's where I'm gonna put my bicycle. Uh, And then little Matt goes to bed, and guess what, he cannot go to sleep because all he can think about is him on his bicycle. Oh, you know Andrew? He sees himself on that bicycle. He sees himself shining the wheels, doing errands for mommy on his bicycle, waving to his friend. (laughs) You see, as a child, he doesn't have the bicycle yet, but in his heart, daddy made a promise. He believed it. And he received it, and as far as he's concerned, he doesn't have it in his hand yet, but he knows that he knows that he knows, I've got a bicycle, and it's just a matter of time until he's gonna ride it, enjoy it, shine it, park it, do whatever with it. And you see, that's what we've been talking about. When you believe you've got your healing, then you're gonna start getting rejoicing. There's gonna be a joy and not, you see, it's not a put on, let me be happy. No, it's out of the abundance of your heart. When you know you've received something, you're like, man, there is a joy, a gratitude, because I've received it. And then you can stop talking about it, because out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth is gonna start speaking. But what you say is quite important also. Because you see, that's what the Bible says. He says, let the weak say, let the sick say, from the time you believe that you received until the time you have it, you be like that little mad. Tell, you tell, oh, I've got my healing. I am healed. I have it. I am healed. I am well. I am, because you know it's not a lie, it's a reality, it's a spiritual reality. And you know, I found also another principle, because Romans 4.17 says that we call things that are not, and I add, visible, as if it was visible. That healing is not going to be created. It is a reality, but it's a spiritual reality that you cannot see or maybe feel yet, but you know it's a reality. THAT HAS BEEN GIVEN TO YOU, YOU RECEIVE IT. NOW YOU'RE LIKE, I'VE GOT MY HEALING. AND SO YOU SPEAK THINGS, YOU SAY IT, I AM HEALED, THOUGH YOU MIGHT NOT FEEL IT OR SEE IT YET.
1: MAN, ISN'T AUDREY A HOOT? I TELL YOU, I LOVE HER. SHE'S A BLESSING AND HER AND HER HUSBAND, FRED, HAVE JUST BECOME GREAT FRIENDS AND THEY'RE POWERFUL MINISTERS. YOU CAN GET THIS EXACT TEACHING THAT YOU LISTENED TO TODAY EITHER ON A USB THAT WILL HAVE THE ENTIRE CONFERENCE ON HERE OR WE HAVE DVDs OF THE ENTIRE CONFERENCE OR WE HAVE CDs OF THE ENTIRE CONFERENCE. THERE'S MULTIPLE WAYS YOU CAN GET THIS. IF YOU'LL LISTEN, OUR ANNOUNCER WILL GIVE YOU ALL OF THIS INFORMATION AND PLEASE CALL AND RECEIVE THESE MATERIALS TODAY.
0: On today's broadcast, Andrew shared a portion of the 2019 Healing Is Here conference. The Healing Is Here conference is available in its entirety on a CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive, which includes both audio and video. These valuable resources were recorded live from the conference and are each available for $49 when you contact us go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this product.
1: If you haven't yet partnered with us, I'd like to encourage you to pray about it. And then if the Lord says so, join with us because we are taking the gospel not only through television, but we've got over 70 uh, different locations around the world, offices, I think in 16 different nations. Uh, WE HAVE uh, PROBABLY 8,000 STUDENTS GOING THROUGH CARES BIBLE COLLEGE AT ANY TIME WITH OVER 8,000 GRADUATES. WE'RE PUMPING OUT MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF FREE MATERIAL THROUGH OUR WEBSITE, OVER 200,000 FREE HOURS OF MATERIAL ON OUR WEBSITE. AND WE'RE JUST REACHING ALL AROUND THE WORLD. WE COULDN'T DO IT WITHOUT PARTNERS. AND SO I WOULD LIKE TO ASK YOU TO PRAY ABOUT IT. IF YOU WANT TO MAKE A DIFFERENCE, I believe that this is a good ministry. You'll get a great return, not only in heaven, but in this life, you'll receive a hundredfold. So join with us and become a partner with Andrew Womack Ministries today.
0: You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today.
1: Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis.
2: Come on to Karis!
1: You need to take a step of faith and start believing God for something big. God made every one of you for something special. The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you.
0: We all have a purpose and a destiny, and you will find that out when you attend Karis Bible College.
1: Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is?
0: Well, the minister's conference for me, it's really a time of refreshing, refreshing, refreshing,
2: refreshing time with God. It's the most refreshing time of my year.
1: We may miss other things, but we're not going to miss this. I believe that God is going to refresh you and this is going to be a time of you getting refilled. You might not feel like it, it might not look like it at times, but you're making a difference. If you're just looking at the outside, then you're missing the potential.
0: It's not about having a name, it's about sharing the name of Jesus.
1: Our light to the world is our joy. Ministers, you're not exempt either. The same word you preach to them applies to you. If you get a hold of this, you can change destinies. You need to stand up and say that I will accomplish what God has called me to do. Y'all ready to do that? Do you want to connect with like-minded believers? Do you want to go deeper in God's Word through the teachings of Andrew Womack? Do you believe God has more? Then Karis Bible Studies is the place for you. Connect with believers in your area to dig into the message of God's unconditional love and grace. You will be encouraged to grow with a small group of believers as you study the Word and fellowship. The leaders are Karis alumni, with a solid foundation in the Word of God. They have embraced Jesus' command to make disciples of all nations, even those in their backyard. Caris Bible Studies are connecting believers with the Word of God in your neighborhood. Find a Bible study near you by visiting CarisBibleStudies.net.
0: Have you checked out the inside story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With over six years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net.